Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo himself, Tom Childs, and our very own Eric Berry, Mr. Dave Barnett, because we haven't seen much of him this year either. How's it going, lads? You all right? <laughs> Are we going? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I'm going, I'm going straight in there this week, mate. Where have you like been? That, I feel like that joke was better in your head than the actual delivery was. <laughs> <laughs> I got it out, though. Yeah. Where, where's where's Dave been? Where's he been? We're feral over here, you know, me and Tom. What? Because I didn't record one one show with you. Yeah, just you, one. You let us you let us roam free. It does feel like it's been ages. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Has he done one like, this year? Yeah, he's done a couple. But do you know Has how he? hard it is to sit here and try and make football chat with Brad, Dave? Exactly. <laughs> Tom's had a really difficult time. You're like at least you're willing to admit that. Um, I, yeah, I, you know, I just, I sort of needed a break from the pair of you because, oh, you know, we were doing your editing. Is that what it is? You just idiots. Um, <laughs> Do you know what? He's living the high life in Manchester, and he's that he's, he's that high up now in society. Yeah, that he's like, I just, I just don't need to mingle with those two anymore. He just really comes don't. and goes as he pleases. <laughs> he does what he wants. Yeah, he's gone all Hollywood on us. Yeah, but going back to his point about Sorry, you being an idiot, I've gone um, all Hollywood. He was the one that was signing autographs and taking pictures when we we're in Kansas City. Autographs. <laughs> yeah, you just need to speak to my agent one sec. Yeah. <laughs> this is the point where we revealed that actually one of the gold member prizes is actually just a signed photo of Brad. <laughs> that, that's the top prize. Honestly, that, wouldn't, that, wouldn't be surprised if he's done it. Wouldn't be yeah. surprised. It's in gold pen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll think many, about my fans. How many YouTube subscribers are you on now? Uh, one thousand three hundred and forty-three, I think it is. Wow, six hundred and seventy-two wow. of those are Brad's family members. <laughs> yeah. The wildlings. I don't have that many kids. Come on. <laughs> well, you know, you basically everyone's related up there, aren't they? So. <laughs> Actually, talking about all of this, I've, I've started watching that Game of Thrones. You've only just started watching it. I've just started watching it. I'm now on uh, series three at the minute, and I'm I'm just totally blown wait, away. Wait, with how it. long ago did you start watching it? Uh, about a week ago. That's not been going. Oh, we've been smashing it. Mate. Sorry, I was a Pringle back. burp. I apologise. Pringle burp. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, Dave's actually having his dinner as he's uh, as he's talking through this. We've just had to wait for him finishing a whole tin of Pringles. Yeah, being the athlete that I am. Yeah, Pringles so is, uh, um, it's the protein Pringles. You'll get them in the shop soon. And there was also a uh, was it a, um, a fair trade chocolate cookie as well. Not quite fair trade, but yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Body's a temple, isn't it? Mate? Uh, you know what? That's what I've been told. <laughs> so, are you back playing football now? I am. Yes, my back is all healed, all and healed. I am back. Yeah, been back out for from a bit, his back. Yeah, back from his back. Six what was it then? Was it a twinge or something, or uh, muscle and tissue damage? 
Ouch. Was and that from a tackle or was it? Making a tackle. Getting out of bed on my back. Oh, right. So I, I was sore. I'm just, glad you, I'm just glad you haven't said you've got a sore back from carrying us two through these podcasts. I'm just <laughs> glad you didn't make that joke. You know what? It was, it was low-hanging fruit, Tom, so I wanted to avoid it. Okay. Then the easy I'm... joke's not always the best one. Uh, what's you, what have you been up to, Tom? Tom? Tom, Tom? Uh, nothing. I, I, my paternity leave ends tomorrow. Oh, or no. today for most people listening to this show. Um, so it's yes. a holiday for you tomorrow then when you go back to work? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I've even I've already emailed the boss and asked him if there's any overtime going. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, yeah, now I've only got two weeks left uh, back at work and then I'm off for another two weeks um, just before the end of the time, really? So yeah, I'm, I'm living the high life at the moment, the high life of parenthood. Yeah. No, it's good fun. It's but good. it's easy to be part time when we, when you're selling dodgy goods out of the back of a van, isn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs> and Russian VCRs getting sold. Through, yeah. <laughs> doubling them up, doubling the money. HD DVDs. He's just like selling them. It's like, yeah, roll the rage. <laughs> right, lads. Let's 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 get chatting. Chatting. Not chacking, chatting about uh, some news. Uh, before we start the Chiefs news, there's a bit mm. of news coming out of the NFL UK today, um, and you guys have just seen it as well, haven't you? Uh, the game between the Seahawks and the Geriatrics is moving venues from Tottenham's <laughs> new stadium to so, Wembley Stadium. Do you want to say the actual team name, just, just for those who don't get your somewhat obscure reference? What, Seahawks and Geriatrics? Yeah, yeah. I can't say the word. I can't say it. You know, just point out who they <laughs> Point out. Be. Uh, where did they finish last year? Was it third? Uh, no, bottom. Th- no, third, yeah. Yeah, third place team in the AFC West. Let's just say that. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah so they've, they've actually changed the game from Tottenham's new stadium, uh, which isn't ready yet, and... Um, Tom's very happy about this. Uh, he's, he's been grinning from ear to ear. Absolutely hilarious. Being the Arsenal the fan. Tottenham are a much better football team for the last five years. But hey. Yeah. So is, is, is there anything you want to say about this? Yeah, I just, it's just funny. It's just two Bob that sums up, sums up that club. When, when, when the going gets tough and they need to sort something out, they bottle it. They can't sort their stadium out. They can't win anything. It's just typical of Spurs. And the way they are, it's just hilarious. It really is. They're back at Wembley for a few games. <laughs> That's just great. Just they great. are terrible. <laughs> just a terrible, terrible club from top to bottom. And it is great. <laughs> the thing is, though, right? I mean, this should have been done from the start, shouldn't it? I mean, the, the NFL saying that they were going to have this, this this game ready, or this you know this uh, stadium was going to be ready for this NFL game, and it's it clearly wasn't going to happen, wasn't it? As time was moving on. Um, the White Hart Lane Stadium just just didn't even come close to being look ready, did it? Well, it's what happens when you try to build half a stadium in fourteen months. Yeah, it's not going to happen, is it? Like things are going to go wrong. Things have gone wrong. They've chucked money at it to try and get it done in time. They've been working twenty four seven, and it still hasn't worked out. It's just poor planning. Yeah, I just they didn't want to go back to Wembley for a second season. Well, they should realise that stadiums aren't built overnight. They do take a while. You know what they're saying? Rome wasn't built in a day. Exactly, Rome wasn't built in a day. So I don't know what Spurs were thinking. I don't know why the NFL UK office believed what they were telling them because it's been obvious since like January. Everyone knew the stadium wasn't going to be ready. 
Um, it, the right decision has been made. This was the one game that probably should have been at Wembley anyway because it's probably the most popular game of the three. It's not necessarily the best game, but certainly going to be the most popular. Um, so it's got the stadium that the game probably deserved. Now more people are going to get tickets. You have 90,000 instead of 60,000. And then next year it just means that when they do eventually go to Spurs' new stadium for an NFL game, they're going to have to pick another marquee uh, matchup to try and open the NFL side of that stadium up with. So yeah. it's not it's not no big loss to NFL UK. They get to sell more tickets. It's just they didn't get the the opening of the stadium they wanted this year. The so. Chiefs will open it up. Chiefs will open it up next year. Yeah, I can't see the Chiefs coming this no, way. No, they will. A fifth, a fifth. They'll they'll do it. No, not after going to Mexico this year. I think that's it. That'll be them done for a little while now until they have to. Oh, don't be a party pooper. It's just yeah, it's, it's common it's sense. Not. It's it's common sense. They're not gonna they're not gonna when I come on the road again apparently Andy Reid wasn't a big fan of it last time anyway so why would they do it again nah. for the fans mate for the fans yeah you say fans but we're still like like there's this persona that we've got a massive support over here in the UK and that's partly down to what we do as our heads abroad because we we've marketed ourselves I suppose and put ourselves out there quite well that all the Americans think the Chiefs have got loads of fans in the UK we, re- we really haven't like we are still one of the smallest fan bases um, in the UK. So when it comes to these big matchups, the NFL UK aren't going to even look at the Chiefs for we, it. We might, be the, win the Super Bowl. we might be the smallest, but we're the loyalist, mate. That's all you've got to say, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit like those Man City fans. Smallest, but loyalist. Yeah. <laughs> really? No, no he's just a bit bigger after the weekend. Probably. <laughs> cropping up all over the place now, these Man City fans. Probably just... <laughs> Crying into his microphone after Sunday, but I'm not upset about yesterday. Best team in the world. I can't really argue about losing two 0 to them. Man City did look good, man. Yeah, they did. They did look they did. good. Did it's, you... their, it's their season already. Just after that one game. Yeah, I can't see anyone catching them. Well, Liverpool um, look good, but it's whether they can do it over a full season. They fizzle out though, don't they? With Liverpool, yeah. always seem to do it. They will do. They will do. Yeah. Um, did you see that Aaron Rodgers released a video of him opening up a package from Man City today? Yeah, today. Was, yeah, no. he's a City fan. He had a City shirt with Rodgers on the back, and then had a, yeah. a Man City cap on. He's so a City he fan. He's been a City fan for a few years. Has and he? he's like, he's yeah, like, he had where? a. Uh, it was. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but he, I remember seeing him, a photo of him in a City jersey like four, three, four years ago, I think. Okay. So he's been, he's been a City, City fan for a while. I know that much. That's I don't know why. Thing, I don't know what what's brought it on. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure, but I do remember seeing it, and I was like, "Oh, cool guy is even cooler now." Yeah, but it's it's a weird one because in terms of like values and the way the clubs are set up, I'm not. This is not a dig, but Man City couldn't be more different than Green Bay. Um, mm, historically, it's just, it's, I would say not. But but it just it just seemed it seemed an odd one to me. It felt I was I. I always thought like Rogers would be along the lines like LeBron James. LeBron James is a Liverpool fan, isn't he? He's got shares and that. So hmm. I would have thought that they would have gone for the more historic franchises or teams, as it were. But anyway, yeah, we're, we're we're guessing too much about football, soccer. Well, actually, um, before we get off soccer, I just want to just say, uh, did you see the Wayne Rooney goal? Uh, not the goal, mm-hmm. the, the the assist he, he yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, the MLS, no one cares. I've never seen him do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. To be fair, Dave, this is pretty spectacular. It's, it's pretty good, no yeah. It was what was Literally it? The no ninety. F- <laughs> it was the ninety-fifth minute of the game, and they were on the attack when they was was their goalkeeper out of goal. Well, as well, the quick it? question, Brad, though, is: Was it the ninety-fifth minute of an MLS game? Yeah. Yeah. No one cares. 
<laughs> what do you think people care less about, MLS or preseason week one? Uh, MLS. Well, <laughs> literally MLS. Well, if you haven't seen it, go and see it. I'm not going to describe it because Dave's clearly not going to let me describe it. So, uh, yeah, go and see it. Wayne Rooney's uh, assist um, in the Washington, D.C. Um, game. It was pretty good. I guarantee of all the people that listen to this podcast, one person's probably seen an MLS game not involved <laughs> no. in sport in Kansas City. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, that's that's different. <laughs> I was going to say, Kansas City is a soccer town. so Yeah, but I'm saying not involving sport in Kansas City. Right. Okay. All right, well, moving on Moving on to proper football now. Then. Uh, so the first pre-season game has been, been and gone. Uh, the Chiefs were beaten 17-10 by the Texans, and although it's pre-season, it's never really about the result, is it? Uh, there was one thing that really concerned me, though, and that was the Chiefs' starting offensive line. Where the hell did that go? Where did it go? I mean, the, the, I mean I've been watching this back a few times now on the highlights, and that left side just seemed to crumble every time. And it was your guy, Irvin, as well, wasn't it, Tom? Yeah, well, I wouldn't say he was my guy. Oh, um, he dropped no. him like a hot potato. Come on. No. Right, last week I said I was looking forward to seeing Cam, how Cam Irving come along, and he disappointed me on the very first snap of the game. Um, I think the term is turnstile um, <laughs> for offensive linemen, and he was a turnstile. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes what paid played eight snaps, was it? Yeah. And he got and he got hit three times. That that can't be happening. <laughs> like, I, and, I mean, many a time. It was like three players on him as well, went bearing down on him. Yeah, that can't be happening because if we're going to get into the position, point, position where Mahomes is being hit nearly every other drop back, then we're not going to have a quarterback come October. No, exactly. Um, and that was uh, the big concern, wasn't it, really? Yeah, not to be the guy that overreacts because it is preseason, um, but it was a concern. I'm not sitting here going, Oh my God! We need to trade for all the offensive linemen. We need to. Oh no, no! But it's it's just something to watch in the next couple of weeks. They sh- they have to get better than they were on Friday night because if it is going to be like that all season, then it's going to be a long, long season. It's going to be similar to like how the Seahawks play. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson has never really played behind an offensive line. Same with Andrew Luck at Colts. Um, hmm. You know, you, they, these play these are players with talent, but you don't want them running for their lives every time they. I remember we spoke about the left guard position uh, a few a few episodes back now, and we were saying then that it was ah well, it's not really an important position to to have and things like that that kind of thing. But after that game, I'm like, God, we need we need a, a, a left guard. We need one. Well, who's going to come in? There's there's going to be no one available at this late, and we we do need a left guard. Like. Everyone thought that Parker Oinger was going to come and take the job. That hasn't happened. Yeah. Then Cam Irving looked like he might be up for it. I saw. Is it, who else we got? Jordan Devy. He's one of our backups. Like there's, they're they're throwing guys at the position and trying to work out what the best combination is. But at the moment, where you're looking at having Eric Fisher at left tackle and then someone that's not so great inside him, that just looks like a recipe for disaster, and especially in a division like how like how. Yeah. Yeah, was there anything else that concerned you in that game, or was it just pretty much a preseason going through the motions kind of thing? Yeah, the officiating concerned me a little bit. Um, there was classic preseason officiating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every classic. single year. Oh, yeah. we've got a new 
new thing we have to go over the top with for the pre-season games, and yeah. then it will balance out during that, the regular season. That helmet season. thing was, uh, was yeah. That Always helmet happens. thing was a, was a diabolical thing, really, wasn't it? I mean, the, there wasn't many players where they threw the flags for that helmet contact, but no. you just know it's on everybody's lips, and they're like looking at it, and, and it was every single time that like two helmets had clashed together or something, they were like, "Oh, it was it was that a flag, or is did they, did they have the head a little bit lower than they should have done?" Is it and, a flag? Is it a plane? Oh, uh, it was just. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be the the frustrating thing this season. I think this this new helmet rule. I can understand why they're doing it, why it's all you know safety first and all that kind of thing for players, but it sounds like they want them to just run at each other, just mm. standing upright. But it's not like... The thing is, it's not like it was yesteryear. When back in the 70s and 80s yesteryear. and all these... these... Sorry, but I didn't realise you were a 70-year-old man, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, back during in my day... <laughs> during the war. Um, but like... Decades ago, the players didn't know the effects of hitting their heads. The the league yeah. obviously hid them. There was obviously the the lawsuit and all this. But the players these days, they know the risks. They know the risk of throwing their head into a tackle. So if they're going to do it, then more for them. I know you've got to try and look after them and the player they're doing it to. But there's only so much you can wrap these players in cotton wool. Because at this rate, we are destined for a flag football league. Yeah, and that's the last thing we want. We everyone likes American football for the aggressiveness, for the tackling, for the violence of it, because it's not something really we can relate to in our everyday lives. No. So it is a part of it which attracts the. Which really attracts know, to the you, game. You've obviously not seen my office. Oof, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask you about this actually, Dave, because I mean, with the with you being the active player on on this uh, this trio. Um, mm. When you're going in for a tackle, aren't mm. you aren't you taught you've got to go in shoulders down? Head down, and you've got to really like kind of just take the down, guy out. Head up. Head up. Head up. Yeah, head up. Head up. Right. Yeah. Not head down. Head Shoulders up. down though. Sad. The last thing you want to be doing is hitting someone with the top of your helmet. Right. You want, you want to be. Crown a helmet is sad times for everyone involved. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're we're taught head up at all times. Um, yeah. Um and and now like uh, the rugby style tackle is becoming a lot more popular. Is it? Yeah, 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 definitely. Wrapping them up, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it was a thing. This, the Seahawks were, you know, got famous for was the rugby style tackling that they adopted. That Pete Carroll tried to, you know, got them to adopt. But then players started bitching about, you know, ACLs and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, that's that's my problem because like you go on about player safety and. The head hits, and then you teach these guys to tackle low, like this, you know, the Seahawks did mm. with the rugby style tackling. And then players bitch about, oh, he's targeting my knees, and it's like, well, mm. you can only have it one way or the other. So oh, it's yeah. like, that's my biggest problem with it because I say you do it one way, people bitch and moan. You do it another way, people bitch and moan. It's like you just you can't win almost. So it's yeah. like, what do you what do you say? Well, it happened to it happened to Gronk, didn't it? A few years ago, he was getting all the injuries in the upper part of his body, and then I think they played the Browns, and he got hit pretty much square in the shins. And the defender was like, "I was going low, like I'm taught to go low, stay away from the head." But then Gronk ended up 
not breaking his leg, but getting a serious injury from that and being out for the season. So it is really is a lose-lose situation for defenders. Well, you're going to get that in a contact spot, aren't you? Exactly. They know the risks when they're going into the game. People are going to get hurt. Yes, you should try and make the game safer. They're making the helmet safer. They're trying to make the pads smaller as well. But it's inevitable it's going to happen. And there was an example yesterday, I think it was in the Cardinals-Chargers game, uh, or might have been from Saturday night rather, where a player made a safety made a very good tackle. He, he went down with the shoulder, kept his head up. The, the the helmet went to the side of the player, so there was no contact with the helmet whatsoever. It was a textbook tackle. Oh, I saw that, yeah. But then yeah. straight away they throw a flag for it in a 15-yard penalty. Like, it was a perfectly good tackle. Yeah, well, I'm hoping what it is is what Dave alluded to earlier with pre-season refereeing and officiating, that they're just trying to set the standards now, saying this is what we're going to allow, this is what we won't, and then come the, the <laughs> regular season they're a little bit more lenient and yeah we won't allow good tackles we won't allow that (laughs) yeah I just think they're trying to set the the standards this is what annoys me about the NFL why do they feel the need to introduce new rules every single season you've got a rule book let it play out for a couple of years and then address it but it's also the how long it's taken to get VAR in a Premier League like yeah it wasn't like an overnight right VAR's here now Mm. like it can take years to get rules right and I say I saw I'm I'm with Tom on this where it's like they do seem to rush through new rules very very quickly. Mm. They're more reactive than they are proactive. Yeah. This is what annoys me about the league. Just just let the league play out, and then if it's a recurring theme, then they can say, well, after three or four years, we have this problem. Let's address this rule. Yeah. Not just sit down every April and go right. This is what we're going to discuss. We're going to introduce this rule. We've made our change. This is our legacy on the league. We've made this rule. Yeah. It just it just annoys me. Just just let the league play out a little bit. Yeah, there was also that other uh, new rule, wasn't there, about the um, the kickoffs, mm. um, where they can't build up a was it a five yard kind of buffer before they uh, they kick it off. They can't start five years uh, five years back five yards back. They can't um, start five years back. Five years back. Players <laughs> wish they could. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, I mean, it didn't look any any better really for doing that. I think the players still went in hard and they still. The thing is, I think the NFL wants to eliminate kickoffs altogether. If it yeah. could do, like I don't think it wants to have anything to do with them because kickoffs is where you have the highest speed impact mm-hmm. of any point on the football field. So uh, yeah, I think ideally for the NFL, if it could get rid of kickoffs, it, they would. Yeah, altogether. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they led towards something that I've heard about in like the flag football side of things, where they just have like a boom or bust kickoff where it would be like free so the the kickoff team would be free players and there would be a returner hmm. and then that would be it he would he could either try and get past the free if he scores a touchdown against the seven if not it's a touchback from the 20 yard line I wouldn't be surprised me if that's the way that the league reduce the numbers in, kind of thing yeah, yeah in 10 years time just say right it's three on one this is it this is our kickoff if he scores great if he doesn't then it's just a touchback it really wouldn't surprise me if that's the way they ended up going yeah, do it now if you've got Tyreek Hill do it now <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, right, so we'll, we'll we'll carry on with the the, uh, the Chiefs chat as well. Uh, do you think this this game though? Do you think it's kind of slowed the hype train train down a little bit a little bit more now? Because before this game, we were all like buzzing about it, weren't we? We were all buzzing yeah. about this offense, and then we didn't really see much of it in this in this game. Well, Andy Reid's never going to give away his playbook in week no. one of the preseason. I don't. I think the fan inside of all of us wanted 
14 for 14, 200 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions <laughs> from Patrick Mahomes in just two drives. Um, what reality was five for eight and 33 yards, and a wild overthrow to Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't care less. If I'm being perfectly honest, um, this offense will make its money in week one against the Chargers. Um, mm. If we see two more vanilla performances in, against the Falcons and the Bears, I still won't be worried about Mahomes. Yeah. Um, I, I do I do think that the train's been slowing down for the last couple of weeks because of these interceptions in camp. Mm-hmm. And obviously Friday night wouldn't have helped that, but I see no reason or no cause for concern whatsoever when it comes to Mahomes or the offense. I think it's going to be fine. It's going to score points. Yeah. Um, there's going to be more interceptions. We know this, but it's going to be fine. Yeah. The only thing I'm worried about is I've, I've teams seen already seen a blueprint of stopping Mahomes. Just, just, just pass rush. Yeah, you can do that, but we've got if you're going to send six or seven guys every snap, then we've got the players to beat them. Mm-hmm. We've got the best underneath tight end in the league. We've got a, a coach that's renowned for calling quite some imaginative screenplays. So and we've got two deep threats. So it's it's not going to be an issue if teams are going to send six or seven players every down. Then Andy Reid's going to adjust. Mahomes will adjust. The ball will come out quicker. Mahomes gets the ball out much quicker than Alex Smith does. Yeah. So it will almost play into our hands if teams are going to do that. Um, the problem will be is if defenses are sending four or five or three or four guys every down, and the O line can't deal with that, then we will have a problem because yeah. then there'll be defenders on the uh, on the back end to deal with the rest of the team. Um, but that's down to the Chiefs O line now to sort themselves out. Mm. I don't... Yeah. Um, other positives in the game. Uh, Tom, you'll you'll really appreciate this. Um, mm-hmm. A guy called Demarcus Robinson getting a touchdown. Uh, lovely catch over the top of the head from Chad Henney. Um, what do you think of him? I'll let Dave answer this. <laughs> you like you like Demarcus Robinson, don't you? I I, I have nothing against the guy. I just don't. As we said last week, we're not going to go into it too much. I'm just not on that train. I'm not on that hype train. Um, right. He he played well on Friday night. I'm not going to back away from that. But he also played well in preseason last year. And I'm already booking my seat at the Grosvenor, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm Dave, already you, doing it. Are you aware of the bet, Dave? Uh, no, I must have missed this one. Basically, we've got I've I've set the marker at 400 yards um, over or under for Demarcus Robinson, and. Okay. And if I win, Brad has to take me to the Ritz. And if uh, Brad wins, I have to take him to Burger King. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you got the better end of this deal. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dinner, wasn't it? But we were talking about where we'd rather go. And, and, and I'm a cheap date, but Tom's obviously high maintenance. Yeah, I'm not surprised at that. Yeah, no, no one was surprised at that, are we really? Uh, but yeah, D-Rob D- doing it again with a touchdown and uh, it was a lovely goal route, lovely catch over the top of the head as well. Um, so really impressive again from him. The other positive from me, and I was going on about this on the uh, Our Heads Abroad uh, Twitter as well, on live Twitter, was uh, Chase Litton, who was the QB4 at the minute. Um, looked very impressive. Very impressive. And... I've said it before. There's a lot of people who are always saying, "Well, he was playing against a you know third, fourth string kind of defense. You're going to expect that, really." But he was throwing these lasers around everywhere, wasn't he? He looked really good. Yeah, he couldn't quite get in the end zone, though. Annoying. Couldn't quite, no. But um, I was impressed with what I saw. I thought, you know, he probably would move up for me into QB three over McGloin. Yeah, I think that's where he's destined to be as well. Yeah, I think. That... I think the same. 
the McLoin's signing always seemed to me like it's just someone until he can get a younger, cheaper guy, basically. So yeah, yeah. I'm I think they've got that in Chase Litton. I think he, I think he was really impressive. Good arm, good accuracy. I liked it. Uh, the other one was the rookie linebacker uh, Ben Neiman. He looked good as well. He it, did he? I think he was the one that did a, a fourth down stop, wasn't it? On, yeah, yeah. Uh, with a yard to go or something. Yeah, he had a couple of plays like that. Um, tackles for losses. Yeah, he he looks impressive. It's gonna be one of these guys though. Can we stash him away on the practice squad? Hmm. Um, yeah. There's there's gonna be a lot of guys like that. Marcus Kemp, um, him, I think Byron Pringle, um, possibly Chase Litton. There's gonna be all these guys that can they manage to stash away, but only time will tell they're um, doing the right but, things though, aren't they yeah they're doing the right things but we had it with last year the, well Harrison Butker the Panthers thought they were going to be able to stash him away on the practice squad until Graham Gunn over retired and look what happened there we managed to <laughs> pick him up and we've been we've the benefactors there, since yeah so it, it, it is pre-season it is training camp but these guys look to be putting themselves in the best position to, to get a contract or stay on a roster so fingers yeah. crossed for them they do um, Breland speaks and uh, Tano Passini were my other other two really really good uh, really good few snaps from them. Mm-hmm. Um, Passini was really finding you know really finding the the, the QB a lot. Uh, there was about I think there was about two or three attempts where he got through. He just seemed to just side through everyone. Um, I was I was impressed with him. I think he's come on leaps and bounds. Yeah, it's a position where we need help, and it's a player where. We need him to succeed because obviously the capital that we spent on him, he wasn't a, a cheap draft pick, was he? He was a second no. rounder, so no. and he no. was very much a project when we drafted him. Yeah, but we need this project to pay dividends, yeah. um, especially this season. Was there anybody else who impressed you? Uh, well, I covered them all. I might have covered them all yeah, there. Yeah, I watched the game loosely. You know, you, you have like the game in forty. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch that. I, 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 I quite like that. Here. I quite yeah, like doing that. It's nice in the morning where you can just quickly fizz through a game. Um, but in terms of sitting up at two thirty in the morning, no, I, I wasn't like you, but I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. You couldn't do it. No. Well, no. Actually, I woke everybody up in the house anyway. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At half time. I went to go and put my crumpets on. And uh, yeah, I'd... sorry, is that a euphemism for something that I'm missing? No, 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 no. actual <laughs> crumpets, actual crumpet. <laughs> so I put your crumpets in. Oh, I love. Yeah, it's half time. Put your crumpets on. It's half time now. Um, yeah, put my crumpets on and uh, set the smoke alarms off, didn't I? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. oh, I was too busy flapping. You know, when you get the, the towel and you're flapping away at the smoke alarm, just go, shut up. <laughs> Woke Shut up off the street. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so sorry about that. If you're you're my neighbour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the other thing I wanted to talk about quickly was um, I've I've been really getting into the the NFL Hard Knocks mm-hmm. programs, and uh, this one's really kind of got me this this time. About the one about the Browns. I wanted to watch it because obviously John Dorsey's in it, our yeah. old GM, um, and it was gut wrenching. It was such a, I mean, such a heartfelt moment as well. From uh, is it Hugh Jackson, the coach? Yeah. Um, who he'd lost his brother and his mother in the space of two weeks. Yeah. And he was it's still, he was still going on with the coaching sessions and things like that, wasn't he? Yeah, there was one bit that you couldn't help but like smile at was when it sounds wrong, but when he said to the the other coaches, he goes, "Ah, oh, 
my mother died this morning. And then they all go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to hear. And he goes, so what's this, inside zone right? <laughs> oh, yeah, he just carried on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah just, just carried dropped, on with it, pressed his button on his little clicker yeah, thing, and just, he, he was back into it. Just dropped dropped it mid-conversation. Yeah, yeah. but it, it also showed the, 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 the kind of relationship that John Dorsey um, has with him as well, because they, they, yeah. they were giving man hugs and all that kind of thing, where yeah, they were hugging yeah. it out and stuff. It was such an emotional time yeah um that that it really got me really got i'm looking forward to the next episode really yeah, forward yeah. To it. It, it's hard knocks has been a bit dire the last couple of years um yeah. especially the texans one that was terrible because jj watt just did everything for show it seemed like but um <laughs> this browns one seems quite good um bacon mayfield oozes conf- confidence and if if his week one debut is anything to go by he seems like he's going to be a star but the, the thing that stuck out to me the most was jarvis landry yeah what what a player he is, um, what a leader he is. It did it did make me laugh when he turned around and said, "Oh, if you ain't hurt, you best be practicing. We can't carry players like this." Yeah. And then immediately he goes to uh, Hugh Jackson in the coaches' room and he goes, oh, these guys can have days off. They're not hurt." Yeah. Good episode. I it was a good episode. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So uh, if you haven't seen it yet, um, we, I've been watching it on the Game Pass, but I don't. I, have you been watching it, Tom? You've been watching it on Game Pass as well. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get get watching that. It's really good. Um, so the Chiefs will take on the Falcons at midnight on the Saturday. Um, another late one, midnight. Oh God. Does that mean I'm doing the Live tweets again. Yep, it does. That's, that's not really me. You'll swoop in, won't you? The six o'clock games. Yeah, I'll take this one for this this week, Brad. <laughs> Bed by ten. <laughs> uh, well, at least we got the next. We got the weekend to recover. Well, I've got the week, weekend to recover. I'm not. It's, it's not the royal way, is it? This. No. Yeah. Um, so I was going to say, will you be staying up to watch it? But am I the only committed one in this in this trio here? Sorry, is it preseason game? And it's not preseason <laughs> yeah, it's game number three. It's preseason two. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm out. And the, be- the best thing <laughs> about pre season week three. Yeah, you know that. Pre season week three is at six o'clock our time anyway, so we're we're laughing. Oh, so you'll be doing that one? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah don't worry, Brad. One. Yeah, don't worry, Brad, I'll do that one. Starters yeah. get a half. People yeah. actually give a shit. Yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh yeah, I'm I'm actually looking for I I've I've I just like to watch any Chiefs football at this moment in time, but you two are just like, yeah, no, it's pre-season. I've got my it. own football to worry about right now. <laughs> your own injuries. Mm. Your own life. Yeah. yeah. So when does yours stop then? When does your football stop? It's got a final regular season game on Sunday. Is it a big one? No. It's meaningless. We've already made the playoffs. so. Oh, good. I'm already locked in as the number two seed from the north, so we can't change that. So yeah, you've done all right this season, then. Yeah, is, you, is this your first national. time in the, the top league as well? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Impressive, um, mate. And then we have a playoff game in London. We just don't know against which London team yet. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, when's that? The twenty sixth oh. of August. I can't nice. make that. I'm sorry. Oh, you watching the air then? No, I've classic Tom that in it. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds dead. I'm washing, oh, wait, no, sorry, no, I'm washing I've, my beard. Uh, got to, uh, um, I've got to take out the bins. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, every Sunday night that is the job. Uh, yeah, he'll no. ask next as well. I go, is it live stream? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I watch it on live stream. He watched no, five I'm, minutes of it on live stream. I'm down the in-laws. That, 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 oh yeah, yeah. 
Or is that in the West Country? Yeah, so I think I'll be further away than normal, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Um, that's a shame. If you make the final, I'm not coming. No? No. You're wow. not coming? No, because they're only going to play Tamworth and get beaten like 45 nil anyway. So that's fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you know there's confidence, eh, Dave? Yeah? I mean, we're, you know, we've got to play one of the London Blitz or the London Warriors in the semi-finals, so <laughs> that'll be interesting in its own right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, is there any questions there, Tom? You got some questions for us from the Arrowhead Broad members? Plenty, plenty, plenty. Plenty, mate. Plenty. Right. First question from our good friend Nita Davis. Any concerns about the recent training camp injuries? So I'll elaborate on that. So obviously Eric Berry hasn't been training for a couple of days. No. Uh Chuck Andrew West has been out for a while. I think he might return today. Um LDT is out now. Um there's a few guys. Well, Xavier Williams is out with a stinger, and I had to Google what a stinger injury was. It's like a shoulder injury. It, it, yeah, right. it's like, it said pinched nerve, and I was like, oh, that's, you learn something new every day. Yeah, it's like a jolt injury. It's usually nothing major. It's usually just a jolt, and it sort of is yeah. uncomfortable, and yeah, nothing major, but yeah, it's painful stinger. when it happens. It doesn't sound nice. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. Carry on, mate. <laughs> so, uh, are you concerned? <laughs> Am I concerned? I am. Um, Eric Berry, I think maybe. Originally, I was I was really concerned about the Eric Berry thing because people were all over Twitter saying, "Well, he had a bit of a hurty heel last time, didn't he? Before uh, before the start of last season, then his Achilles went." But um, I think Seth Kaiser's put the put the record straight on that, saying it's actually a different heel than what the what actually is Achilles injury actually happened. So. I say I think it's probably just the case of the Chiefs being uber yeah. cautious. Like, there's no need. You know, Barry's going to be ready to go week one. There's no need to like push it too far. We all know Barry keeps himself in ridiculously good shape during the off yeah. season anyway. So, I say I th- I'd, I'd say it's probably more a case of the Chiefs being uber cautious about not pushing him too far too soon. Mm-hmm. I think LDT's head injury, um, it'll just be concussion protocol. I I don't expect him to play in the game on Saturday. No, I I say there's no point. I say with any like any starters in preseason, really, if you know it's not worth it, just don't bother. Like even in week three, it's like it doesn't matter. Like guys that have been there and done it, like you know, it matters more to the rookies than maybe the second year third year guys but the guys that have been around for a while like pre- they don't give a shit about preseason. they don't no. care like it's I say it's I think for most of those guys they'd rather just preseason never happened I'd be I'd be more worried if it was an ACL or something or a broken le- ankle or leg or something like that but these these injuries don't really bother me at the minute okie dokie Okay. Um, okay. Sorry, I wasn't really listening to you two. Then I was kind of sieving through questions. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't do two things at once. It's, it's, I've got the brain power. Wasn't for taught it. how to do that at school. <laughs> you yeah. see, Tom, it's not easy, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a couple of questions from people regarding predictions. Um, we're not going to answer them tonight because we're, I'm sure we have a a full-on preview show for the season and we yeah, do our, yeah. our predictions including predictions around the league as well so mm-hmm. we'll come AFC back West to that preview. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we've I'm got all excited. these shows to come all these shows to come uh, Sam Matthews has asked this is a fantasy question I don't know if you two are fantasy fans oh, but yeah. you have to take no one and only one 
Chiefs player in fantasy football this year? Who do you take and what round? Tyreek. Tyreek for me. I mean, yeah, like, if it's just who do you take, then I was going to say it's probably got to be Tyreek. Yeah. Because I think Kareem will probably get overdrafted because running backs are not as reliable as they used to be. Kelsey's one of the top two tight ends in the league, so he'll get overdrafted. I still think Hill's a little bit underrated because people still only see him as like this speedster um, and not like what we've seen of him mm. as we watch him more closely week in, week out, and mm. with a guy like Mahomes throwing the ball to him. Um, but like, I really like Watkins this year because yeah. I think he's going to be available in the mid late rounds because I think a lot of people are going to sleep on him and I think because people are going to look at my hurt like oh they got a rookie QB Watkins didn't really do an awful lot last year so I think a lot of people are going to sleep on him and I yeah. think he could be extremely good value in the middle rounds if we're talking about like a guy who because you know obviously if who's who's going to be that's like you know your fantasy stud then yeah probably Tyreek or Kareem yeah. But yeah, if you're talking about a guy that I'd want to take based on where I think he's going to be available, then yeah, I think you, you're probably be able to get an awful lot of good value out of Sammy Watkins this year. I think if you're talking about value as well, I think uh, is a bit of a tip as well. If you're playing against other people who aren't really Chiefs fans, just go for Mahomes as a late QB. Yeah, I think, I think there's a lot more hype around him though. Yeah, that, that's the but... problem. I like people will have watched and known that he's coming in with all these weapons and. Someone's always going to be willing to take a chance on him. I know, but everyone everyone looks at the the you know the reports coming out saying ah oh, he's had loads of interceptions and I think I just might put a few people off if if you know sure. if you've got a choice between somebody like I don't know like Derek Carr or Mahomes you know some of the, some people are probably going to go well Derek Carr's tried yeah, and tested but isn't as it? I say like Mahomes is also one of those where I wouldn't want to be relying on him as my sole fantasy QB this year. I think you want to. Probably have a reasonably <laughs> solid backup because there probably are going to be a couple of iffy weeks. Yeah, I think it's be expected when a guy's having his. I, th- so I mean, I, I think like there'll be weeks uh, where he'll light up the score. Spencer Ware. And he, sorry, Spencer Ware. I like Spencer Ware for fan, uh, fantasy late as a late round pick. Um, obviously, not your RB one or two, probably three, but certainly as a guy that could get some touches, especially around the goal line. Um, the red zone offense last year was was pretty poor. Yeah, um, that's we'll a good point. Though, actually, yeah. we'll be better this year. And Spencer Ware down the goal line is pretty good, to be fair. So, I think Spencer Ware could offer some value, like late, late in the draft. I'm talking like rounds 14, 15, and sixteen here, like maybe wedged in between your defense and your kicker. Yeah. But um, I think Kareem Hunt is going to be taken high as well. I think he's definitely like the back end of the first, if not the top of the, the second round, purely because of how light running backs are this year if you look at the running backs in fantasy there's there's hardly any there's not enough running RB1s to go around the first round if you're in a 12 team league there's just yeah. there's not there's not enough um, so I think any fantasy league you're going to be in a position where you're going to have like the first 8-9 picks all going running back and you're probably going to get guys taking people like Devontae Freeman or Kareem Hunt over the likes of Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham 
which mm. is just which is ludicrous, but it's going to happen because of how light running back is and how heavy wide receiver is. It's, yeah. it's a funny one. I do enjoy fantasy. It does get you thinking. Like, it, of course, it's a little bit luck, but you also need to use a little bit of common sense when when drafting. I I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. We'll probably do a bit more on fantasy in the coming weeks. Um, fantasy fantasy picks. Fantasy picks. Fantasy picks. Fantasy picks. Right. I've got one question, which when you're not going to answer, but you're going to take away from you, take away with you, okay? Yeah. Okay. And then you, you can. This goes for the people listening as well. You can't Google it. You've got to tweet me or message me or whatever your answers. Right. Across the four major American sports, so we're talking NFL, baseball, NHL, and NBA. There are seven teams, just seven, whose nickname doesn't end in an S. Doesn't end in an S. Yes, there's just seven teams. So you're talking about like 120 odd teams here. So not so not seven teams in the NFL, but seven teams across the NFL across the four, across the four leagues. Yeah, there is seven wow. teams in total. Got two already. Yeah, that's fine. You keep them to yourself and you message me. But that's a question for people to take away with them. That's a good one. Yeah, I got I got I got asked it yesterday at football, and I got them, but it took me a little while. <laughs> right. Oh well, I'll I'll think about that. Yeah. No cheating, mind. No I've cheating. I've got two NBA teams. Yes. Then I think you've got them both. You've got them all. <laughs> I think you're done in the NBA. I, I haven't even got an NFL one yet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you take you take that away with you. Yeah. All right, I'll do that. That's a good one, that. Enjoy that one. Is there any more? No, we're done. Well, there That's is a couple it. more, but there's, there's silly questions about we're... people asking about Christmas and stuff, but no. Christmas? We're, yeah, we're not talking about that yet. Christmas. <laughs> right, okay. Well we'll we'll leave those for Christmas then. <laughs> yeah. Uh just one thing I wanted to point out, we're fast approaching the weekend in Newcastle as well. I'm looking forward to this. Uh it's a full weekend job as well. Uh it's just to give everyone, everyone a few more details. We'll be at the gate in Newcastle uh, and there's a premier in very close by Who's as gate? well. What? Who's gate? The sure, gate. There's quite a few gates in Manchester. Uh, the, Newcastle. Gate. the gate. The gate. At Newcastle. What, Bradsgate? Bradsgate. No, not Bradsgate. The gate. Everyone's going to show up at the front of your house like start outside and you go. <laughs> Meet up at the gate, lads. <laughs> Where are we going, Brad? <laughs> uh, the game will be at uh, a Beyond Bar uh, at the gate. Um, there aren't any tickets to purchase, so um, you know it's, it's all free to get in and everything like that, but uh, we do have two days where we're going to be... Uh, over there at at Newcastle for that weekend, so we're going to have the Saturday and the Sunday, and we'll obviously be staying over on the Sunday night as well. After I was going to say, did you do tickets up in Newcastle? Do you, do you, tickets? That's a free for all. I was going to say, is it? Is you still like trade for like three <laughs> potatoes for a pint or something? Is it? No. <laughs> three potatoes. You're funny, Dave. It's great having you back. You know, <laughs> it's great having you back. <laughs> so it's, it's up to you whether you want to come with us for the for the whole weekend from Saturday and Sunday or whether you just want to come for the Sunday for the game it's entirely up to you but uh, if you just look for the gate the Premier Inn at the gate at Newcastle it's just literally across the road it's not far away from it so it's like a massive gate <laughs> you said look yeah. for the gate I'm just wondering I'm not saying like, look for it... the gate I'm saying it's the gate is it a metaphorical gate or is it and act a little. Is gay. the gate all in your head, Brad? Oh, God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> but in all seriousness, if you are coming to Newcastle meet, all of what Brad said, yes, but maybe drop us a message and let us know that you're coming beforehand. 
just so we kind of know sort of numbers we're dealing with. Before. Well, we we think Brashad Breland's, Breland's coming as well, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I think he'll be there. <laughs> he's been everywhere else. Yeah, he still hasn't got a team. I can't believe we're sitting here a week on and he still hasn't got. I oh, won't get one till uh, pre-season four. Yeah, contract demands must be crazy if he's still not got a team. That's all I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah. That's going to be one of our weekends. We've got other weekends planned as well, but this is the main one, isn't it, really? <laughs> Your time to shine, Brad. <laughs> My time to shine. I just hope I can get the game on this bloody screen now, because it's not on Sky, is it? I have no idea. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me, Brad. You're organising this. I know. I know. I'm going to go I'm gonna have to go there, and I'm just working it all out. But anyway, yeah, I will work it all out. Uh, so I think that's it, isn't it, this week, lads? Anything else you want to add? No, it's your show. No. It's my show, it's is, it? is it? Right, okay. Yeah. I thought it was Dave's the way he was interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this week's Arrowheads Broad podcast. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes so you won't miss a thing. So, from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. Ha 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 ha. He interrupted ha. you and it wasn't me. Ha ha ha. No, no, it's Tom's line now. What? Yeah, you've. You've been left out of this, I'm sorry. It's Tom's line. Nah. Get back to your Pringles. <laughs> Ta-da. Bye. Bye.